all of you who are at a computer, I want you yeah. to search this term on Google and look at the images. Newfoundland mummers. M-U-M-M-E-R-S. Oh, I know what mummers are. You know about mummers. Yeah, let me take a look. They're like fairies or like creatures. But they're uh, they're horrifying. I accidentally typed mummers. Happy Halloween, everybody. I have to stay alive and record this podcast before I die. Oh, I love this that is one. Insert Credit, the relentlessly on-topic video game talk show where every topic must reach a consensus within six minutes or I will be quite displeased. Oh, QD. I'm Alex Jaffe, and one video game I can remember getting confiscated from me as a kid was Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 for the Game Boy Color because oh. I was playing it instead of attending afternoon prayers at my religious summer camp. Oh, uh, that summer camp. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'm Frank Cifaldi, and I don't believe a video game has ever been confiscated from me uh, as a kid or otherwise, but uh, the, the closest thing that I can relate to this would be that um, when Super Mario Brothers 3 came out, my mother bought it for herself and uh, often played it when I had to do homework, which was uh, which explains a lot about me today. Whoa. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, I'm Tim Rogers, and I don't believe a video game has ever been confiscated from me. So much as there were uh, there were times uh, at Kotaku.com where it kind of felt like mom and dad were <laughs> confiscating my video games by uh, me uh, uh, suggesting a video that probably would have gotten 8, 9, 12, 14 million hits, and it just got roundly shot down by a group of people who just don't even work there anymore. So, <laughs> I mean, neither do I. Uh, <laughs> however, I'm still doing what I what i was doing there uh with a i would say uh resounding like trumpetous rapturous success i'm still doing what i was doing there uh because i'm doing it for myself so uh that's my story about mom and dad taking my video games uh i wanted to do a review of of, of something i say and they're like why would you do that and then it would the video game the idea was the video game was taken from it that's my story bye i'm counting you, it you can't just like point at your youtube numbers and be like that's why <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, they weren't really that high. My numbers gained uh, over time. Okay, they, fair uh, enough. Uh, I actually went back and looked at a couple of them yesterday, and I'm yeah, like, earlier oh, man, ones are lower. They have like, yeah, yeah, they are, they are. But the, the the from a certain period, there's a jump where now they all have like four times more hits than they did right before I quit. So you know, slow burn. I'm on the slow burn strategy. Quitting was the best thing you ever did for Kotaku, is what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for their YouTube channel, I guess. Yeah. So I should try that again sometime. You should quit your Patreon and start a new one. I got it. I got an email from a guy. I got a, a, a DM from a guy today. who's like, I noticed you haven't uploaded any videos on the Kotaku YouTube channel. Just wondering if you're okay. And if you're uh, uploading things somewhere else. And I responded, dude, in order to even ask me this question, you had to literally ignore <laughs> the answer three times. Uh, and then just admit you want to say hi. And then uh, that was it. He never replied. The I end. guess it. I guess it's my turn yeah. to introduce myself. I'm Brandon Sheffield, <laughs> and I can stay here and do filing. That's a callback to what Jaffe was talking about earlier. Uh, anybody who enjoys those uh, bad voice clips. Um, I've never had a video game confiscated from me. Uh, that was not a thing that occurred in my life. However, I could consider in the grand scheme uh, my DS and iPod and about 20 DS games were confiscated 
from me by a criminal who stole my backpack. I was there for that. Oh, the I, was there. I, I wasn't the thief, but I was there. Did this happen at like a convention or something? Yeah, it was at a, it was oh, at like that. A, it oh, was... uh, joining us on the podcast this week is someone who joined the select button video game message board on literally the same day that I did. Uh, composer and game talker who I admire very much, even when her work gets a little too spooky for me. Liz <laughs> Ryerson is here. Thank you. Um, too spooky. My name is Liz Ryerson, and uh, I don't think I've ever had a specific game confiscated. I, I have been like, you know, like, oh, you can't go on the computer for a week or whatever. But I, I do find it funny that like I would be playing a console game and my dad didn't really have a concept of the difference between console games and computer games. So he'd always be like, sign off sign off log off of the, the game and i'm like no you can't log off the game you have to find the save point and he's like log off, off of mario <laughs> oh god log off, off the mario i guess wow. uh, i sort of had a game confiscated from me before in which i mean i had to we got a super nintendo for christmas and we had to let our little brother play it first and he was three years old and uh he just sat there and and yelled and died and we had to watch him for like four hours that kind of felt like a confiscation on a christmas morning i just want to so, note that with my ds games getting stolen it was especially unfortunate oh also gb games it was bec- uh really unfortunate mm. because that day i had brought games to work to like trade and lend with coworkers, and so i had <sighs> like two dozen games instead of the one i would usually bring at the end Ooh, that's what um, we call a bad beat no question <laughs> brandon speaking of questions uh you're up for our first one this week it's me uh do you have something in mind I do. oh yeah i remember brandon did you bring anything for the class victory last time. i do yes my my puzzling victory was uh probably related to the fact i didn't get to ask my question um so uh, yeah i suppose this so. time it's uh whatever doesn't matter let's not start to do it. that that oscars karma style karma style victory that's okay uh, it's like oh he's we never gave him an oscar so let's <laughs> give him one now for this movie that sucks you That's know what? what happened. This Beck album is good for some reason because he didn't get an award before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, Beck does not deserve anything. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow. Making lyrics about tacos and buttholes and used clothes and banjos and ukuleles or whatever. Ninja cheese monkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Those are the Beck songs that I like. The ones I don't like. <laughs> Satan the... gave me a taco yeah. and it made me really sick. <laughs> That's a great song. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? He was. You say that he was exact same thing on this podcast. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Get hacked. No, I say, I say, I'm a freak and an idiot, baby. Why don't you shoot me in the neck with a bow and arrow? You say, kill me, bro, bro all the time. Yeah, kill me, bro. Which is a direct <laughs> Beck reference. So my question is, what's your favorite Beck song? No, it's. Uh, <laughs> um, so. Uh, this this is something I've been thinking about because I have to, when I play video games, I'm always thinking about like design decisions or how it was made or how it's relevant to stuff that I'm doing, etc. And it takes a rare game. Like I'm often playing them for research, whether I want to or not. It just starts happening. And rare is the game where I realize suddenly I've just been playing this for fun. I've just been having a good time and not thinking about it uh, or until I started thinking about it. What was the last game that is to say most recent game that gave you that feeling of, wow, I'm actually just playing this and enjoying it? Well, it sounds like you just kind of uh, confessed that you got something going on that, you know, maybe you might want to 
I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> talk to someone about or <laughs> Tim, when you're playing, you you have to you have to play games for your yeah. for your video stuff, yeah. right? So like, I don't I don't enjoy them. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> but I don't I don't enjoy the most of it. I would say I just played all the way through Tokimeki Memorial fourteen times. Yeah, that's too many. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm 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 gonna probably do two or three more uh, in the editing process, filming the video on Saturday, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, yeah, I mean, I I I don't think I I did have one moment during that where I was like, oh, I I'm just gonna play an enjoyable playthrough, and I did. I did one enjoyable playthrough. The rest of them were all for research purposes. Which number playthrough was that? Which number playthrough was the enjoyable one? Uh, that was playthrough number uh number wait number fifteen. Sorry, so I I don't count one of them, but uh. You'll see why I don't count one of them if you watch the video. Uh, yeah, so the 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 fifteenth one was uh, that was the one I did for fun. Just after I was done, I was like, oh, let's just give it a give it a roll through. Though it's like it's possible there's like a strong Stockholm syndrome component at that point, right? Um, I I mean I was playing through again strong Stockholm syndrome component. I was my fifth playthrough of the Final Fantasy VII remake where I I put it on hard. I had fun there. I think. The last one I can I can think back to as genuinely just really enjoying and not trying to pick anything out of maybe this is the lamest answer I can give was uh that Red Dead Redemption two I made a video about it sure however afterward I did just one hundred percent complete that game and get all the side quests and everything and had a had a grand old time a good answer with that game uh, just being a being a slow cowboy. Uh, just sitting there, recipient of hundreds of YouTube comments on my videos from weirdos and jerks being like, "Oh, it's too slow. I don't. I hate it. The controls are terrible. I, I love that slow cowboy." I, I like. Action. I like imagining all the people comment on your videos being incredibly constipated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did you ever look at the comments on those Kotaku? Videos? Yes, I have. I did. Yeah, I have seen some of those comments. It's psychedelic, dude. Uh, it's like imagine imagine caring about anything well those people probably just uh, or no 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 they like to be like every time i posted a video one of the most common comments i ever got was uh was someone going can't you just play the game and have fun and it's like no that's not my job dude my job is to play the game and and spend a full day out of my video production schedule for my death stranding review making a video about how conan o'brien is in it uh, right. And then the next day, Conan O'Brien releases the video, his own video on Twitter. And I'm telling guys, I told you, there's no way he's just going to stay hidden in this game. I don't, it's not my job to have fun with the video game, right? So I'm imagining those people don't have fun with the video games either. They're mm -hmm. all sitting there just, just rubbing their hands together uh, about console wars and nonsense. Like I'm playing God of War on my PlayStation because I'm a PlayStation guy. I don't think any of them enjoy games either. I think the game enjoyer in today's political climate is a rare breed of individual indeed. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about this. Well, I enjoy video games. Nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which one? I do. I do. It's, it's, What's your last one? You Frank, enjoyed? do you enjoy video games or are you just trying to reconnect with the memory of your mother playing Super Mario Bros. 3? Probably that. Yeah. No, I, I don't play a lot of video games for not enjoyment anymore. I kind of don't have to because most good. of my work at the foundation has nothing to do with playing a video game. Um, I don't have to think about systems. I don't have to like critique games at all. It's just not something I have to do. So when I play a game, it's at night and it's almost prescribed. 
at this point where like I very carefully like like if I'm traveling to a city uh, that I've never been to and it takes forever to find the perfect restaurant for dinner. Like that's how I approach video games now. I have to very methodically think about what is going to be soothing for me, what's going to be therapeutic, because uh, that's like my only use for video games uh, for pleasure anymore. And and uh, I'm currently enjoying Dragon Quest Eleven quite a bit. Oh, baby! Are you, uh, uh, how far are you in the game? Oh, I'm not too far, but I'm also, uh, I think, I think partially taking it slow is the best, maybe even subconsciously. Yes. I'm taking it slow. And I think that might be from your old video about it, where, where I think you might've said that play 30 minutes a day, right before play bed. 30 minutes a day. So I don't play 30 minutes a day right before bed, but I play 30 minutes a session. Then I do something else and I might come back to it later. It's, it works very, very wonderfully that way. It I actually really have these, these little video game vacations set aside and I'm trying to, you know, where it's like, I'm going to enjoy Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the weird thing is they're almost universally no longer about new games or upcoming games. They're about, I'm going to review Final Fantasy 4. I'm going to do it early next year as a little treat for myself for reviewing Cyberpunk 2077, which I believe is going to take me. I'm going to have to crunch real hard to review that game. Uh, so I'm going to try to review that before the end of this year. And then I'm going to I'm like, I'm going to have a real good time. I'm going to play through Final Fantasy 4 like eight times and I'm just going to, you know, soak in it. And that's my my excitement. Can that. I throw in a mention so, of yeah, yeah, um, throw it on when there. I was sick with what may or may not have been coronavirus in March? Coronavirus? Yeah, I'm not sure because um, it was just flu. It probably was. But yeah, um, I played Golf Story on the Nintendo Switch, and it was a very nice experience. I oh yeah, I like golf video games and a golf RPG. I don't know. I like I played through the whole thing and I enjoyed it, which is actually kind of rare for me. But yeah, I enjoyed that one too. And I enjoyed I enjoyed Super Mario Odyssey as well. It was another one I played purely for fun because Kotaku wouldn't let me make a video about <laughs> it. So the Halloween season is fast approaching or we're in it. Uh, but this is a time where we can't go out. So let's talk about scare failure. Scalier? Yes, scalier. When do horror yeah. games fail to be as scary as they set out to be? Oh, when a, when a fail, a fail to scare? Yeah. A scare, a scare fail? Yeah, well, sometimes they're pretty goofy. Yeah, yeah, ninety-five percent of jump scares, I would say. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Especially games that really rely on them, and um, after about maybe twenty minutes, you come to sort of understand the rhythm of the game and when a jump scare is coming, so they just never surprise you anymore. Those yeah, are all I'm looking at you, Scott Coffin. <laughs> jump jump scares rely entirely on uh, uh, defamiliarizing the rhythm of something right Mm -hmm. upsetting upsetting the structure and then you just kind of end up that has ramifications elsewhere in any kind of uh, piece of media's story structure and such and then you end up with just something that has hokey rhythm and then that's why okay here's the thing and i mean i'm actually somewhat proud of people for uh hating on jump scares now because Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm i'm surprised that that's a term that everybody seems to know like on twitter like oh i don't like that game it's got jump scares that's dumb Right. I've just never been scared by like a jump scare in like anything. And I'm not trying to make myself sound tough because I'm weak. You know, I'm a god darn piece of trash. I got 10 inch biceps. You know what? Right. Like, uh, I don't I'm not trying to sound manly here. I'm just saying it doesn't work. The yell in my face thing. Uh, it's just it's never worked on me. I'm sorry. And I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't get that. I get surprised of, by stuff. Video game. There- I, I used to walk, um, this was definitely scarier than any uh, horror game I've experienced. I used to walk to, to BART to the train, and uh, there was this 
very small chihuahua that would sometimes be in a yard, sometimes not, and would only bark once I had passed. And it was a very sharp, shrill bark. And it would it would make me jump almost every time because I could not predict it. Like I knew it was <laughs> I knew it was coming, maybe, but I didn't know when. And and since the dog was so small, it could like hide in a bush and I wouldn't no! see it. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Did I get anybody? Yeah. Yes, no. a, a, okay. a tiny bit. <laughs> so, I, uh, another instance in which these games can fail is when the story is too stupid, but that can also make it succeed. So it's it's a it's a tough one. Like Resident Evil Two, there are all all kinds of meme stuff going on in the dialogue, and Resident Evil One as well. And it it just yeah. it sounds stupid, but if you're in the mindset of a '70s campy horror film, then it it kind of adds to the experience a little bit, but you need to have some kind of prior literature yeah. to ignore, you know? Uh, mm. that's, I think about that. Yeah, once. I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, I like, I mean, I don't know how much more we're going to talk about horror on this episode because it seems like we're leaning into a Halloween theme of a sort. Though, uh, I, I, I like the atmosphere of horror. I like when horror stuff, I like, like, Doom has enough horror to it for for me. I think, but horror games are like a weird blind spot for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever really enjoyed a horror game. It, that that feels a lot to me like Star Wars. I don't enjoy a Star Wars movie, but I love that aesthetic a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like horror games, but I don't like, you know, the jump scare. I like horror games a lot more than I like horror movies, actually. I'm not sure why. Is it agency? Agents. I played them Silent Hills. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah. Silent Hill is almost its own thing. You know, yeah. Like Silent you... Hill's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. Yeah, Silent Hill is it's just a world unto itself. Unlike you know, plenty of like indie horror games are a very. I, I I will say like I know a lot of people who are indie developers who will make some sort of horror game because they know that it will get some sort of exposure. People streamers will play it, and like people like audiences are more willing to engage with something lo-fi and horror like there's i mean there's many examples of that like five nights at freddy's there's another game called baldy's basics that i've never heard of but apparently it's oh big yeah i know and, this one. and there's like uh, merchandise and you know target for it or whatever but yeah that, those are the is only it something my my nephew is gonna try to make me look yes, at when i absolutely when i see him on saturday yeah okay but yeah, Baldi's basics. I, I think I think Five Nights at Freddy's is the perfect example, right? That's a mm-hmm. game that's supposed to be really scary, right? And there's streamers screaming and uh, reacting to it, but it's it's got a million four year old, three year old fans mm-hmm. who will sit there and watch the YouTube videos, dead eyed and just cold faced, just watching these videos and being like, FNAF, I love my FNAF. They call it FNAF. That's a that's a scary a scarier failure, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Being like just being like, what if a blank was scary, right? Isn't that just the oft criticized lazy horror construction where it's like, oh, a, a scary nurse, a scary child. The Shining had some scary uh, little girls. What if we put a scary little girl in here? Oh, here's a scary nurse. She doesn't have eyes. How can she be a nurse without eyes? Right? Like, uh, I mean. I don't know. And Five Nights at Freddy's is just what if showbiz pizza was terrifying. I mean, it's, right? it's it is all lowest common denominator stuff. I mean, I, I think it's like, yeah. but horror has traditionally been associated with like trash media, both in mm-hmm. film and games. Mm-hmm. I have a some of that trash is beautiful. I have though. a very specific example. But did the buzzer just go off? The buzzer did just go off. I'm afraid. Oh, man. Darn. Okay. 
this next topic loops a little bit back into something Tim was talking about earlier. Uh-oh. When does video game culture feel most like a cult? <laughs> oh. The console oh, wars, man. Yeah. The console wars. I keep clicking on these comments. I keep seeing tweets and I'm like, I'm just going to click on this one. And I go over <laughs> to Twitter like once an hour or so. I, I, I work a lot. You know, I try to not look at the social media. I click on like lately I've been clicking on these tweets and I clicked on one today. That was just uh, some IGN guy, you know, like he, he, I don't know who he is. He, he had a tweet where he's like, oh, we're all excited about the Xbox. And he's like, here's our article about the Xbox. And then there's like 9000 replies. And it's uh, uh, the very first one is PlayStation 5 is better. Right. <laughs> and it's like and then the one right under that is uh, a picture of a of, I'm going to go ahead and call him a fat kid. Uh, there's a picture of a fat kid sliding down a water slide. And it says PlayStation fanboys with Xbox notifications on. Right. And I've seen that image hundreds of times in the past few weeks. So there's I, I see a reply. And there's a guy who is uh, replying to this Xbox, and I have it screen capped here, where he's saying, can't help but realize how well Xbox has managed this launch. Everything was so detailed and well-planned from the first announcement. PS5 has been underwhelming, et cetera, et cetera. PS, I pre-ordered both, so no bias here, right? And then there's a reply, and I love this reply. I'm going to drop it into the Discord so you all can see it. So here it is. Um, I just, I, I stared at this for like an hour. Okay, maybe not an hour. I stared at it for about three minutes, where this guy says, Everything but Halo, except that I didn't really care how it looked. Uh, I was more concerned on how it would play. Not a big Halo fan, but I'm a fan of the tight gun play it offers. We shall wait. In the meantime, Wasteland 3 and Gears Tactics are my go-tos. This person's a liar. He doesn't want an Xbox. He's a PlayStation guy. I looked into him, right? This is just ridiculous. It's so weird. These people are out there pretending that there's something they like about the Xbox just so they can own Halo, but then say that they actually think Halo's okay, but they're I not a Halo fan. I guarantee this is someone who screams that journalism should be objective. I looked yeah. through yeah, uh, all of their. I, mean, I looked through a whole bunch of their tweets, and you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, this person has like two Twitter followers, and uh, it's just I just I just looked at this, and I'm like, there are thousands and thousands of comments of. I, I mean, I'm so glad that the phrase "bad faith" argument exists now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now we need another one to describe what this guy is doing. Like, can somebody, can one of those neologists out there develop a word to describe what this guy is doing? Uh, which is m- more, it's like, it's like a bad faith inside of a bad faith argument. I don't know what it is. It's weird. It's performative objectivity. Yes. It's, it's, it's Ooh. histrionics. Yeah. Performative objectivity. Yeah. Bad. Uh, yeah. Bad faith. Performative. Is is can you be performative in good faith? Are there are there good faith histrionics? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Do we have on any, stage. Any any d- yeah, debate like, club members? I mean, the, it, I think we yeah. call that Ken Boning. Oh, uh, yeah. let's not don't okay. bring that guy into this. All right, that god darn guy. Do we have other examples of uh cult like? Because I I have I have one that uh it's the consoles. Man. Well, I mean, I don't I don't want to get too far into you know what what Frank was hinting at with the uh, journalism ethics, but those people. Yeah, those people are definitely. Oh, I wasn't even necessarily hinting at that, but I mean, it is related. Yeah, yeah I mean, those those people. I just mean like there. This is someone who doesn't who 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 takes pride in having no sides, even though they uh, actually do. Yeah, I mean, the... this is someone who who thinks that this is someone who has a political in their uh, right. in their profile. Yeah. Oh, you talking about centrists? Yeah, centrists. Mm-hmm. Uh, this 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 guy being like uh so this other one that I have in this this screen cap I dropped in the general chat it says uh 
Uh, P.S. I pre-ordered both. No bias here. Uh, wow. I'm buying both for tax write-off purposes. However, I think I'm going to like that. I don't know. I'm going to like that Xbox. Well, it, it, That's me. Yeah, it seems like so this person, you are biased. Everybody's biased. Yeah, it seems like this person is trying to at least pretend to be objective because it think, they think that it gives them the moral high ground or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just... Basically, this guy's just he just wants to show up to own Halo yes. is what he's doing, because I've seen him do it in other tweets. Is a Halo so hate more transparent. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 got a, a Halo hate boner about that one image that people keep retweeting and photoshopping and posting underneath every Xbox tweet that comes so, out. The one thing I wanted to say before the timer comes up is um, I I have a thing of like. Both people who who think that video games are inherently superior because the the technology, like because of like oh because there's player input, it means it's a superior <laughs> form of art. Like oh, that. Yeah. those people, and also the people who like sometimes on my Twitter, I'll just talk about something like with the music industry or something because I follow other things, and all the games people will respond and be like, yeah, this applies to games too, and it's like you not everything has to be about how games are the best or worst thing ever. Like there are other things uh-huh. to care about. Man, yeah, remember, yeah. remember when Roger Ebert waged his tiny war against uh, oh, video games? No. Oh, every yeah, single... and, then, and then he died. Yeah. yeah. And then, wow. he, then he literally died. And then Bioshock Infinite came <laughs> yeah. out. And... Bioshock Infinite is what killed him. <laughs> the, the day after he died. It was yeah. beauty that killed the beast. <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> like how Charles Schultz uh, died the day after the final Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh peanuts baby peanuts question number four what are the most out of place songs on a video game soundtrack uh, out of place mm. yeah we talking spe- specific specifically yeah uh, song that, like that I, doesn't belong on here i mean i would argue most uh like the, a lot of those nes games that tim fallen did the music for which have, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah there you go like oh, yeah. treasure master that's an example where you have this like this game that game is so weird you have this kid like walking in this like oh i'm cool animation but it's like the the music is is trash can yeah but the the music is like almost operatic like there's so much going on and and i remember playing that silver surfer game as a kid and being like dude we rented that why is the music like so nuts for this game when it's just screaming at you it's just ripping your brain in half while you're trying (laughs) to fly around it's like it's like finding a golden rib cage in a a, 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 an alleyway trash can is what it's like (laughs) yes it's like a golden human rib cage um uh you you know i mean uh, tim fallen is a classic case of uh what do you call it he's a classic go hard yeah, I mean, the, 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 what's the what's the one that's kind of meme? It's like the Pictionary title screen. Yeah, yeah. Pictionary. Yeah. Which, yeah. which one is kind of meme? I think they all are. I, uh, I mean, I'll, uh, you know, I, I stream and I have a, a very dedicated audience of a particularly strange individuals. Uh, we call them the Goblin Bunker. Shout out to the Goblin Bunker Action Button Discord.gg slash Action Button. Uh, uh, however, every every once in a while, a a mainstreamy comes in to my stream chat, and if I say something about video game music, I'll occasionally see opinions that just the name. Uh, lofted about bandied about is, is tim fallen his name has entered the normie stream you know Definitely. and yeah. uh which is incredible because so many of his songs are memes in like separate uh sub communities of the mm-hmm. video game sphere which is cool so frank you ask which one is the meme song 
I think all of them are like a meme song to like a slightly different game community, which is I think they're cool. all NES though, which is interesting. The NES yeah. ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Pictionary, there's Silver Surfer. Yeah, I hear the Pluck music quite a bit. The the beach music from Pluck. Mm. Oh man, yeah, that music's good. I saw a Tim Fallen comment on his own. It was an upload of the game. Shoot, I can't remember. It's a it's an unreleased Genesis game that he did. I think that's one for. of his best oh, soundtracks. Yeah. Time, yeah. time, oh yeah, time, oh, yeah. time tracks, yeah, time yeah, tracks, yeah. That's it, and it's an excellent, excellent soundtrack. And like and, that, uh, that system is garbage for audio typically, but God, that bah, sounds so good. Bah, bah. Uh, I'll fight you, fight, fight you to death. F- Frank. FM synth is is it's how you use it. It's a how you indeed. Use it. It's yeah. all about how you use it. Also, you need to get uh, you need Frank's to get the to analog. Get you got to get the DAC for your uh. The, uh, there's an analog DAC that I got. Did you, do you know this DAC? But, uh, yeah, I got we should DAC. also mention um, uh, Kota Hosh- Hosh- Hoshino. How do you pronounce his name? Are you talking from... about the Evergrace? Yes, no. Evergrace. Yeah. yeah. And for oh, Evergrace is a legit, dude. Uh, the, 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 that soundtrack the is, is wild. The music is amazing. It is like one thing, though, in the context of the game, it doesn't quite make a lot of sense, but it's very cool. The Goblin Bunker was freaking out about that soundtrack a couple weeks back. They were going wild. I wanted to talk on that. about that kind of thing because um, I feel like Evergrace doesn't really doesn't really exist as itself without that music. So it's like yeah. inappropriate in a way, but in another way, you couldn't you couldn't have it without it. And the, mm-hmm. like that's true. Double Dragon Two on the PC Engine is just like just mad with samples, just samples constantly in it, and it sounds really off the wall, and it gives a game that was old at that time a new life by just it it makes you question everything about it because why why is there a woman screaming sample that's being (laughs) pressed so many times in this thing um but i wanted to see what what tim fallen said in that uh youtube video he said i see a lot of people saying that um they really like my music which i appreciate and they also think that it got my music got less specific or less interesting when I left the kind of the chip era. And then he's like, and I agree. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's uh, I, I had a lot of thoughts about that's that. That's that Tony Hawk style humility people love. Yeah. I, lo- he, I, he I made, Do you know he made a game called Contradiction, an FMV game? I didn't know that. Yeah. What's it all about? Uh, it's an FMV mystery game. It's supposed to be pretty good. Contradiction. I've heard of this game. Does it have good music? I I have no idea. <laughs> Presumably. Okay. Maybe he didn't do the music. <laughs> he, <didn't laughs> he, he really wanted to direct. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer Contra Hardcore. Yeah. Are any game soundtracks we can think of that have random songs in them that shouldn't be there? The, my example that I keep forgetting is, uh, is God Darn Dracula in the US release of Jet Set Radio. I mean, there's Rob Zombie Dragula in there. Everybody remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? That, well, I mean, that I really guess... felt out of place and bad. To I mean, me, I think that song's Taxi. cool in the, in the Matrix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the whole of Crazy Taxi for me is like, I hated The Offspring. And then oh, yeah. Sega comes out with this game that I'm extremely interested in and like to play. But uh-huh. I don't want to listen to those people ever in my that life. That song. You mean that song? Yeah, I mean that song. There's a couple of songs, right? But it's basically the one song. Let's face it. Basically one song. And it's really the intro. Just is so grating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's horrible. The guy's Uh, guy's bad. 
Uh, is he dead yet? No. Did no, he, and like, he makes that a... hot sauce that's actually kind of good. Oh, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't in like a plane crash with Smash Mouth? Was that a dream I had? <laughs> Smash Mouth is <laughs> alive. That was probably a dream you had. All right. Uh, Smash Mouth rules. Question number five. No, they, no, they don't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say if that. If you were making a prank... <laughs> Could, couldn't keep that going. Just to immediately take that back. Uh, Question number five, uh, please. Yeah, let's do it. Kill if me. If you were making a Frankenstein monster out of video game characters, which body parts would you use? Ooh. Oh, oh I would make Ooh. a Bowsette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's it. Basically, just Bowsette. Can we joke. just say, it's been over a year now. Uh, it's been like two years, actually. Yeah, a couple of years. <laughs> it's been two years. Bowsette's still hot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just. just gonna, I'm still hot after all these years. Yeah, it's still hot. Like I'm. I haven't stopped forgetting. Not. I haven't stopped not forgetting. Is what I'm saying. Okay. So yeah, I would make a Bowsette. I think you put you put fangs on a lady, and it gets a certain sort of person ready to go. Nintendo had a chance to be the people's champion by just making Bowsette real. Yeah. Didn't do it. Like actually real in the world. Yeah, to okay, like put right. her into the Smash Bros. So if we're Frankensteining, what what do we want to what's our goal? Do we want to make the like do we want Sonic's legs and spin ability so that we can make this person really fast? What, do we what have to make goal? them out of out of corpses? And if so, what qualifies a video game character as a corpse? Is it like Ty the Tasmanian tiger, like uh, a mascot who never had a sequel? Is that <laughs> is that what we have to make them out of? I think we could make any video game character a corpse. Zero, the kamikaze squirrel's tail. Mario, who uh, in in that Mario 35, just like thousands of Mario deaths must be sacrificed to the altar. Yeah, there's so many Mario clones and corpses of the clones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a horror game. Just put a bunch of Mario. So what if we just make a, you know, it's just out of a bunch of Mario legs. Yeah, that's Uh what Mario Maker is. Mm. You make a Mario. Uh, make a me a Mario. <laughs> you could probably make some interesting characters just out of all the different, you know, uh, like things that you encounter in Mario, like the bombs, like all the different, you know, million mm-hmm. different like bad guys that all have their own names that I don't remember. But well, yeah, there should Shy be guy. like the wick on top of the head from a bomb. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, we'll just have we'll start there. Start at the mask top. of a shy guy. Okay. Okay. All right. Shy guy. Um. um how about the mask that follows you around in Mario, Mario Brothers 2? Oh, is yeah. that a oh, body yeah. part? Uh, Fanto or whatever his name is? Yeah, Fanto. Sure, it's a body part. <laughs> it's uh, the entire body part, but that's okay. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> add, add the, the floating cloud of Latiku. Lakitu. Okay, okay. All right. Um, I googled it, Fanto and I immediately got, did you mean Phantom? <laughs> and then I got images of Fanto from Super Mario Brothers 2. Is the uh, Bionic Commando arm, is that inherent to his body? No. That's, okay. uh, no, that's it's got to be organic. Technological. Okay. All right. Uh, what about the ex- expanding mouth of the bird thing in um, in Mario 2? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. All Mario here. Here we go, baby. Yeah, just all Mario 2, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, specifically Mario 2. Well, and then it's just not going to be very effective because the uh, mask is going to prevent anything from coming in or out of that Well, mouth. what I'm thinking is that the mask stays the same size, and so it's extra horrifying when the mouth just, like, w- extends down Ooh. below it. Okay. Can we right. can we make them have like a torso of like a Final Fantasy twelve character or something, you know, with like all those <laughs> buckles and everything? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, they can they can carry their snacks around. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Final right. Fantasy, which which one has the most belts? Um, is it fifteen? Not really that many belts. Yeah, uh, you're thinking Kingdom Hearts yeah, has I guess a couple extra belts, a couple of superfluous belts. 
I got to put my foot down about these belt accusations <laughs> in Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VIII, you guys got two belts. Okay. okay. So you're we'll right say eight. We'll say eight. Okay. I got to put my foot down about these belt accusations. <laughs> All right. Okay. What, about the, what about them arms? Arms. Oh. Um, uh, the arms from arms. The left arm of Duke Nukem and the right arm of Master Chief. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do we no. know what Master Wait, Chief's what? arm looks like? It's got to be pretty god darn ripped. It's probably quite small to fit in the armor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Little tiny boy. Who has particularly unusual eyes of a video game character? The big old giant bug eyes. Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog has those connected eyes. Yeah. That's weird. That only that counts as one weird. eye. He's got stereo vision and one eye. He's a cyclops. Yeah, give him yeah. A, I guess we could take Sonic's conjoined eyeballs. Sonclops, right. the hedgehog. Okay, I'm going to stop that before oh, we get we, started. Are we big it. enough for fan art yet? This needs fan art. Oh, huh. we've gotten some fan art. Okay, good. Um, I, I think I our, haven't seen it. Yeah, let's. Uh, oh, yeah, Jaffe has personally gotten fan art. Yeah, um, ju- just to me. Yeah, so oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh, what? How about the? Oh, you already said arms. I was going to say the arms of the character. What did Dalsim from? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. so one Dalsim, and then I, I think left arm of Duke Nukem is is yeah. uh, key here. So we'll get rid of Master Chief. We'll swap in Dalsim. He could also stretch his legs, not just his arms. But you could way. give you could give a Master Chief's helmet. I mean, it's I don't not know. body it's part. Not, it's not a body oh, part. Oh, yeah. Well, head just, with helmet on. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever. He should just what have about, the face of Master Chief. Whatever Master Chief's face is, we put his head on. Oh, this we guy. can finally see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but we still have a mask, though. But uh, but over the mask is the, is the one eye from Sonic, like yeah. plastered <laughs> over the Master mask. Chief's head yeah. wearing Fanto. So we don't well, actually get to see Master Chief's head. And then, then if he That's takes funny. off his, then if he takes off his mask, he has the Sonic the Hedgehog eye. And yeah, inside the good, head, we put good. Mother Brain. Very mm-hmm. good. I'm liking it. All right, needs legs. Needs legs. Yeah, legs. What are some They're hot Sonic video game legs. legs? What are some good ones? One bayonetta leg. <laughs> one bayonetta leg. One Chun Li's legs. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's got those powerful thighs. Yeah. She does have good thighs. <laughs> they're they're wonderful. Yeah, I Good think we should. I mean, get, I'm just I'm yeah. just speaking objectively here. That's a okay. That's our monster. <laughs> Thank God uh, someone's we'll... objective around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not biased. I'm getting both consoles. Right. We'll be right back after a quick recharge. Amigo Toily. That's Spanish for friend toily. Welcome back to Insert Credit. Time for our weekly Patreon question. Damn we, it. No. I like <laughs> I, I like to pick a question from our uh, patreon.com slash insert credit followers. Uh, you can go over there and become one yourself. Subscribe to any was, of the affordable I, available levels. I thought and, it was patreon.com slash action button. That's no, a joke. No, that's incorrect. <laughs> that's a, it's, it's a common misconception. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, do I get to push mine too? Let's go. Everyone. I, Liz, you got I one? How <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, all right. At the end of the show, we'll do the Patreon roundup. There yeah. is specifically oh. <laughs> a plug section at the end that you all kind of neglect for some reason. Uh, but what you do here is you go to patreon.com slash insert credit, 
You can subscribe at any one of our affordable levels. Uh, you get access to this forum where you can submit questions to the show that I read off uh, one at least one per episode. Uh, you can get episodes a day early if you're on that feed. Mm, one day early. And you could occasionally get access to exclusive bonus material you can't find anywhere else. I'd, I, I, I would back it on Patreon if the... If I, I if I actually had to listen to the podcast and, and wasn't terrified at the prospect of listening to myself talk, take it from yeah. Tim. Great. Uh, so I mean, that's it's a good deal. That's a good deal. All right. Uh, All right. Uh, listener Kiko asks, which of your favorite video game narratives would be the most drastically changed if the protagonist had been able to go to therapy? Would those changes <laughs> be dramatic enough to affect the gameplay? Oh man, <laughs> can I just mention Final Fantasy VIII? Right, since we already mentioned it. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. All. You want to elaborate at all? I haven't played that game. Come on. Let's hear it. Uh, it's just like an emo high schooler the entire time. I don't uh, know. He could have used the good guidance counselor. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if licensed games count, but all them Batmans. That's true. Sure. <laughs> I've changed the game in, uh, completely. Batman yeah. got to talk to somebody. I'll tell you what. The, one of the most common things in a, in a, in a work of fiction is... Uh, is uh, you know, something like an I've heard people call it an idiot plot. You know what that is? It's where the yeah. where ninety percent, ninety nine percent, a large portion of the conflict could be resolved if the characters would just speak two honest words to one another, right? Yeah. Right. So I hate uh, one one or two, three, four, five honest words, a small number of honest words to one another, and uh, uh, I feel like uh, the, the reason that a lot of of people notice stuff like that now is that we have started to uh normalize the idea of talking to people about our problems right yeah. so in other words there's a lot of plots in fiction history that we can look at and be like this is so dumb why doesn't this guy just do this right and it's like oh probably because he you know hates himself etc etc usually it's got something to do with the, a lot yeah. of plots that hinge on a on like a white man hating himself right yeah. there's a whole lot of those out there really tiresome yeah it's, it's really tiresome though uh I don't know. Uh, as as one of those in real life, I can sort of see where it's coming from, and it, while admitting the tiresomeness of it. Well, well, you 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 live in New York now, which is the king of uh, media of of white men hating themselves. And I wear a pair of uh, Randolph aviators, so I'm basically taxi driver. Also, as being one of those myself as well, it's like I've seen it. You know, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I don't need any more of that. Like, who 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 cares? Literally, who cares about this? Except for the person doing yeah. it or other people that are like that which is so just... there's 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 part of me as a self-loathing individual there's part of me who i've never been to a, a therapy of any kind uh any kind of psychological uh, psychiatric so. therapy oh really oh, okay i mean we're, we don't need to talk about that if you don't want to but uh, uh I've, I've never been to any of that stuff and you know i'm one of those one of those people who like will uh uh, I don't know whether whether it's true or not. Have nothing to base it on. In conversation, many times over the years in my life, I have said things such as "I can't be hypnotized," probably, or "There's no <laughs> way therapy would work on me." Right? You know, I, I believe I've probably said those things at some point in my twenties. Um, so I feel like uh, I'm I'm really just kind of derailing this question here. I'm I'm saying that I think uh, I think there's a, a whole lot of there. I, I think of therapy as something that would ruin a plot if it's really good so in other words there's so many video game characters who could just go to therapy and talk out some stuff yeah and then that would just kill the whole plot there'd be nobody yeah. to kill he wouldn't want to kill anybody anymore therapy's real good <laughs> yeah i mean like i'm pretty but, sure like, it is like if you look at any shakespeare play like there the, uh, most of those things a lot of 
those plays are just things happen as a result of tragic miscommunication. And that's the whole point of the story. And if, you know, a game like a Final Fantasy or whatever is taking influence from, you know, that kind of thing or a typical play or opera or something that is a typical trope of that Mm -hmm. kind of media. So there's almost it's almost a self-awareness of the fact that things happen even though they shouldn't have happened. And that's the kind of tragic element of it is that they happened in spite of the fact that they shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Just to say about therapy, uh, it's I think all of us kind of grew up in the time when therapy was like a joke. Stigmatized. Yeah, yeah, it was stigmatized. And it was like, I don't need therapy. I'm not crazy. They're like the quote unquote crazy was that was what you had to be to need therapy to go to therapy. Yeah, yeah. It's really just therapy is instead of working out problems that all of us have problems, instead of working it out in your head by yourself or with no one or not at all, you work it out with another person who uh, has actually dealt with these kinds of things and knows about stuff. It's yeah. quite good. And so for that, my answer is uh, Ronpa. Everybody, right. <laughs> if, if they could if they could get together, they could probably figure out a way out of that situation instead of being tricked into killing each other. I think all those people in the Persona Five that you've got to you've got to ruin their lives because they're oh, yeah. evil. They could they could all use a little bit of it. Also, speaking to therapy, ruining a story as I, I purported earlier. There's some stories about characters about characters in therapy are way better for it. For example, The Sopranos, mm-hmm. which is about uh, a mafia boss who uh, starts seeing a therapist and. Uh, the therapist, uh, there's there's this beautiful mixture of therapy working on him and not working on him and all these questions. Is it working? Is it not working? They treated so integrally to the story. So what I want is I want a Witcher 4 with uh, I'm not there's going to I don't think there's going to be a Witcher 4. I think a, a Witcher level of video game. I would like to see Geralt uh, having his Tony Soprano conflict. I think that would be very nice and interesting. I don't think it would work on him all the way. Have you seen The Sopranos, Brandon? You haven't seen The Sopranos, have you? No. Oh, I man. I've seen it twice. Beautiful. I've seen it. I, I, I just finished watching it through my third time uh, nice. earlier this year. So, yeah. I just yeah. want to yeah, say buddy. that I thought I went to therapy, but it turned out my therapist was this massive fraud and he wasn't an actual therapist. Is that real? Wow. So, in other words, you just talked to somebody. Yeah, I just talked to a guy. You didn't go to therapy. You had <laughs> he, a conversation. Yeah, he gave me some very bad advice that nearly ruined my life it was good times oh my god i've had some therapists like that and i've had some therapists that are not nearly as bad i recently had a had a doctor recommend that i see a therapist about a particular medical issue that i have he said you might want to start talking to a therapist about this and i'm like really and apparently that's the only way i could get my insurance to pay for it he's like your insurance would actually pay for it if Mm. i refer i'm like really and he's like yeah you couldn't go otherwise with your insurance and then we had a sad conversation about that's america about what about how health insurance does not usually include oh god what a nightmare god okay. darn nightmare here's a question from an older episode which we resolve to revisit later and the oh. time for revisitation has come Uh-oh. what video games most accurately reflect the time and money put into them Ooh. Mm. okay well, so that red I, dead redemption 2 yeah the, the really really <laughs> expensive ones right so red dead redemption 2 rockstar games yeah, yeah. gta 5 I think Cyberpunk is probably going to be one of those. I think Genshin Impact, which just came out, is a uh, massive free-to-play action RPG with just tons of stuff in it. And it, it represents the fact that, that those devs crunched on that thing for like a very long time to make that much content in a free-to-play video game. That's, that's one. It's unfortunate. I've gotten but- like so many hundreds of tweets and me- and messages that are like, are you going to review Genshin Impact? 
First of all, what do you god darn think I am? You think I review everything, you weirdos? Uh, no, I'm not, I don't. I don't even know what this game is. Uh, I've heard it's it's just like Breath of the Wild. I heard it's somebody not. say, it's and then like, I clicked on a picture of it. It does not look like God darn Breath of the Wild. It has a couple similar mechanics, like the the way that it deals with climbing and there's gliding in it, but the gliding works differently. There's it's not that. But it looks okay. It doesn't look terrible, but it does have some similarities. Is this made in in China? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like I mean, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's got it's like free to play in it, right? Is it free to play? It's free to play. I mean, it's it's definitely a full on console game that yeah, like that could it, it definitely would make the uh, the tales of people very worried about yeah, their future. sweating, sweating yeah. bullets. And I, another uh, thing that's cool about it is you can it, it's got three languages out the gate, which are English, Japanese and Mandarin. So uh, I've been playing the game in Mandarin because that's 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 its origin language. And it kind of makes it a little more interesting for me somehow. I speak that language. I mean, that's, cool. I, I don't know. I didn't mean to say cool. that out loud. I'm just, like, I'm just <laughs> thinking, oh, I got that one. I, I got that you, one. You, you expected a reaction and then <laughs> that you did that and you're like, I, oh, shit. What about the opposite end of the spectrum? A game that got very little invested into it and it shows. I think I, we just never know when that's the case. We never right. know if it's budget or like bad production. Well, I don't know, Frank. If we look at, london cab for example you remember that metro 3d game yeah sure okay there there are yes there's garbage shovelware that reflect the fact that they're garbage that's true i love yes. it i love it <laughs> yeah. i love that so like half the wii library right yes. and then all of the uh phoenix entertainment phoenix. games from the uk on the ps2 bunch of the 505 game street ones yeah et i guess et wasn't low budget it was just fast well i the the prompt was time and money you know the plug-in consoles that you can buy from like target or you know like whatever that they're right off-branded and they contain a bunch of like pirate games or things that are all just like i those are the ones that i was thinking of oh Oh, yeah yeah the the plug-and-play garbage yeah those those... nes hacks as well yeah Uh, i mean on those so it'll it'll be like contra 50 and and they just changed one of the characters to to blue i think the ones liz is talking about are the actual original games that are like hardly games it's like it's a game where it's like there's fish and you just catch them and that's the game they just catch them in your hand right yeah dude uh almost all of those are by a chinese studio that may or may not still be around and the name of that studio is very cool it's nice code (laughs) wow (laughs) not bad yeah what about that? Uh, what about the company Tencent? Do their games only cost ten cents? That's a good question. Oh yeah, is that how is that how much they pay their employees? We'll get to the bottom of this on a future that's, episode. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the great mysteries of our era. Doesn't yeah. Tencent own like almost everything in the world right now? Yes. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. Don't they basically have Disney in their pocket? <laughs> By the way, Tencent, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, if you yeah. uh... right, if you can. Oh, yeah. Ten cents each. Then. It's, it's weird. It's like weird. I feel like ten cents is just like well, giving like each. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's just, it's yeah, just handing I'm out sorry. like a billion dollars to people. Uh, just all over the place. Oh, here's a billion dollars. Well, yeah, they just you. have so much money that they're doing. We'll you know, call like you later. they're they're gambling on acquisitions, which is sounds that, fun. Sounds fun to be that rich. That dark weird money. I mean, Epic is doing the same thing with giving away a bunch of free games on their store. I'm a bigger fan of uh. Yeah, I guess Epic has proven that free stuff makes money. So uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the Rockstar Games style, wearing your money on your hat, you know, wearing your money on your shirt, the way they do it. That I'll, I'll be God darned. I know that all those Grand Theft Autos were the res- most 
expensive game ever released at the time of their respective releases. The Lordy, that Red Dead Redemption 2, I, I just played it a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's still a very, very luxurious kind of Lamborghini of a video game right there. And that's all just them just making people work all night, just ripping them up, crunching their bones. Tim loves crunch. <laughs> Today on Insert Credit. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, crunch makes the game good. I'm sorry. It's Wait, bad. Uh, but it Brandon, makes is that why you boycott good. Nestle? Because they make crunch? Oh, Nestle hey. crunch. Hey. Now, I was going right. to say Shenmue is like, that's an interesting one because, you know, that cost $80 million and was the most expensive video game up to that point. But you look at it now and it kind of feels like they wasted it in a way. Like it was it was pretty cool for the time, but they had a very narrow window in which you could see where that money went. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Don't kill what, me. What are some fake video game titles that you would use as set dressing in the TV room of a haunted house? Mm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a good oh question. no. Oh no. Uh, Murder Zone 15. I'm just I'm just starting this off. Murder How zone. about like Super Mario Bloodacy? Oh. What are they all are they all portmanteaus uh. or but that's good. It's it's good to give an example in a case like right. this, I suppose. I feel like in these, it's so often just just like a murder stabby uh, number. Right? Yeah. So I had a dream one time about a game called Mega Blood, which doesn't exist. But <laughs> Mega my, Blood. That's yeah, really good. Name, Mega Blood. Yeah. Mega Blood's good. Um, yeah. I went to the video game name generator, and I promised myself I'd only do one. So I got it. You ready? Yeah. Uh, All Star Ghost Total War. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All-Star Ghost Total War. I'm going to have to go with Chronic the Hedgehog. I know that that's a, <laughs> that's a, a, a shopping that mall. Well. I know it's a dead mall staple to have a Chronic the Hedgehog t-shirt, though I think it would might as well make a, a game called Chronic the Hedgehog. Are you going to throw in Danky Kang with that? <laughs> <laughs> a Smoky Kong country? Oh, you know what? You know what? I got it. I got it, everyone. Yeah. I got it. It's an Easter egg kind of reference thing. I don't think anyone's done this yet. Okay. Polybius? You know this game, Polybius? <laughs> yeah. I've never yeah, heard of it. I don't that. think anyone's ever done this yet and put it in a horror setting. So I think no, we should I've, be the first. I've never heard of that ever in my Polybius. life. Exactly. Exactly. Because no one's seen it. Five Nights at Chronics. <laughs> oh, Chronic Nights at Freddy's. Six Five Nights, nights at, at Freddy's. Because Freddy's isn't scary enough. Yeah. Five Nights Five at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Knife Freights at Deddy's. Five what, lights to Denny's. What what would what would an Animal Crossing horror game be called? Um, uh, animal, uh, it's just uh, Animal Crossing, except the S's are sixes. It's it maybe <laughs> Animal Crow six six sixing. That's what it maybe is. it's Animal Crossing, and there's like a the cover image is like a picture of a train tracks, and there's just the corpse of Isabel that's just been run over by oh, a train. I don't know about oh, that's that. Not that's scary. A that's bit just too, sad. That's too yeah. grim. That's too but, grim, but that, my friend. That's, a lot of haunted houses have very garish, like, you know, new metal aesthetic. So it's very what garish. If, what if it's a vampire game and and you uh, the animals are vampires and you have to uh, stab them with crosses? Oh. Animal Crossing. Wooden oh. Crossing. Oh, excellent. Animal Crossing. Animal Crucifixing, it could just be called. <laughs> animal Crucifixing. Uh, we, we could do Animal Crossing, like... Um, not happy home designer, but but like oh. murder home designer or something. Animal yeah. croaking. Animal croaking. <laughs> Animal croaking murder home designer. Are we, are we going straight from Mad that's Magazine or what? Frog talking. Yeah, that's a frog. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I want to play a game where I talk to a cool frog. <laughs> we got an animal croaking here, <laughs> right? Is that how it is? Yeah. Let's uh can how do I get just a random video game, period? I just did that. I did the no, random I, no, video I don't game. want I know I don't want a random video game name generated. I want to just ah. see a, Oh, you go I to mobygames.com and, and click on there is a random somewhere. Hang on. All right, yeah, let's find it. Oh, it's uh, not on the homepage anymore. Okay, you got to search for Moby Games Random. Oh, no. Ah, crike. It is uh, mobygames.com slash random slash game. Oh, and then you ex- can refresh excellent. it, I think. It is, it, is on the, it is on the front page. There's a icon. I got one that's called Shahrazad. Shahrazad? It's now, not the know, magic of Shahrazad? No, it's just called Shahrazad. Oh, Shahrazad. Charizard? Oh, Where's this random icon that you're seeing? Just give me the um, same random game the, four times in a row. Yeah, right I keep getting to, Greg Hastings Tournament Paintball. Right yeah, next it to keeps giving me the same game. On the, on the webpage, hit random game. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, a little, a little shuffle. Okay. Yeah. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Okay, this is actually Lazaretto. Tokyo Jungle. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm having trouble finding one that is a name that is funny. Super right. Mario Bloodacy, I guess, is the one we're going with. What would with. you do with Super Metroid? Super Metroid? Super Dead Droid. Yeah, there you go. Uh, fine. What would you do with uh, F Zero? F Zero was the one that just came to mind. Weirdly, because yeah. I, I I clicked on it and I got Formula One, and I thought F Zero. I'm just in, the mean, F- in the meantime, I just got a Moby Games one. Law and Order: Colon Dead on the Money. Oh, there Excellent. you go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. These Very are all good. good haunted house games. I think we should move on. We're struggling here. Yeah, these. It's just too fun. Yeah. Uh, play along at home, everybody. Why don't, don't want to fist it? Why don't you Dude. go to forums.insertcredit.com and tell us your fake gonna, video game titles? I'm going to continue house. pondering this uh, as right. we finish the uh, as we as we continue the show. How do you do gore right in a video game? And make it good and hot. Why don't you gore right like some other men do? Right. <laughs> Get out of here. It's all about the jibs, watching stuff bust into chunks. That's what it's all about. Big old sweaty chunks dripping. Yeah, I do- I do think movement is Im- is important. So, like in in Silent Hill, for example, th- it's not actually the the absolute goriest of games, but they'll show like a meaty, fleshy thing that's writhing around, and yeah, and that it's much scarier than showing me like a bunch of guts directly yeah. exploding out of something. But so I think I think movement is important. With it. I mean, I don't know if it exactly counts as gore but i think i think it does i think it does. I, I think it depends on the game too because something like silent hill the gore is effective if it's like slow and creepy but if you're playing you know some fast action game where you're blowing up a billion bugs or something then you just want them to explode into as million pieces as possible because yeah. that's the whole so I, I guess it depends on the type of game too you know what always gets me is if there, there's steam coming out of the gore uh, like you gotta smell it. I think it's got to be like less blood and more like chunks of raw ground beef. Yeah, you know, agreed. and then connected by just big old bursting luminescent HDR ribbons of blood, combined with like a a bone cracking sound. Sound is important. Like if I shoot someone in the chest with a shotgun, I know in real life the sound of the shotgun will sonically obliterate. The sound of the cracking of the ribs as they're peppered with the pellets. However, I would like to hear the rib cracking, my friend. Make it loud for me. Put it in my ears. And then I would like to also hear that a little bit uh, leveled about with the shotgun blast. And also with a scream of a sort, but an earthy scream, a throaty one, right? And then I want to see like 
in four directions sort of skewed forward somewhat relative to the 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 vector of the shotgun blast i would like to see like a cone of meat connected by glimmering ribbons of strawberry syrup like like thick blood that's ropey and randomized kind of jittering little stop motion look to it like a little bit jittery and on top of all that i want to see the guy that i shot get totally owned like blasted like really far back and i want when the bullet collides sudden freeze frame a global freeze frame and just a scream ribs crack explosion blood uh ribbons meat (laughs) uh bone cracking sound just triumphant like a bundle of sticks being just ripped in half by the incredible hulk you know what game really does go right i want to see the enemy fly what nba jam oh excellent it also does got outdoor right yeah yeah it's got out gore in it and i want to see the enemy hit the wall and i want like the wall to like burst (laughs) you want the wall to just fall apart and i want them to say something like really mundanely earthy like as their ribs are exploding and there's just meat flying out of them just big old soft soft i think something that's kind of under underrated with gore is human humans have fat on them and fat when divorced from the human body is just leaks it's just yellow and leaky and gross and i think that we don't put a lot of that into the gore in the video games so Uh that would i think that whoever does that will will get a little extra gross grossification out of their uh that's what they're going for make it Uh, fatty and i think if you do have blood you got to be really careful about the color of it because for example in the video game clock tower the blood is very um it's kind of like the color of a switch game case it's very vibrant and almost Mm -hmm. cheery it's a little blood if you will yeah (laughs) it's it's kind of a bit of a mega blood and uh it it makes it not spooky i mean clock tower is not that scary in in the general sense but like clock tower rules though dude it does rule it does rule i'm 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 no no slight against it for being not that scary but um it's uh i I think you got to be careful with your blood color that i would say i don't really like uh super i don't like it when it kind of tries to be realistic in some ways but not yeah like yeah it like i like the violence of doom the original better than a lot of newer games especially like when you shoot a rocket launcher at something and it blows up into bits because it's it's, it's more, meticulous it's more, yeah yeah and it's more about your relationship with the game and just getting some sort of reaction or feedback than trying to be like pseudo immersive or realistic because it just doesn't work to me like there's a i remember seeing clips of the game dishonored and it was just like it couldn't like decide but it it just felt kind of overly violent in a way that didn't really suit the tone of the game but not in enough of a way that it was entertaining or amusing or anything either i don't know mm-hmm. all right question 10 oh yes question of the final question yeah before we go on to the frightening round uh what is nice. the rocky horror picture show of video games Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Okay, if so one. no, of course there is because the Rocky Horror Picture Show is uh, the uh, cake was a lie of movies. Ah, uh, so, yeah, I, I think. Well, that's what the Rocky. That's the legacy of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I see. Is it, it is people watching it over and over and like screaming the lines at each other? Um, so that's how I think of that movie. I don't like whatever that movie was. It's this now. Sorry. Um, right. So what is the, I mean, it's the most like meme video game. Oh, we I got think. a lot of those. There's, there's Fortnite, there's Minecraft. 
Yeah, I was going to say Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. I well, mean, it also, I don't know. I'm just trying to think, like, uh, who the audience is that does that stuff. I guess they're probably okay people. Yeah, I, f- I feel like if if you took it as, like, the movie with the intent with which it was created, it would be a lot more interesting of a video game to consider. Like, yeah, okay, well, let's go that route. I mean, let's let's pretend it's the past. But that's why I said I don't think it exists. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show is a very queer sort of movie. So yeah. Something, yeah. I don't know what the equivalent for games would be. Something like the only thing I can think of is something like Bayonetta or something like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, where you can have uh, queer readings of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there there there's probably like porpentine twines that are closer to uh, to. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show than 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 any other type of game, but I I can't put a specific one to mind. Well, all I know about Rocky Horror Picture Show is it's got just like real bad, dumb songs, horrible jokes, meatloaf. Uh, it's just this really dumb, trashy thing that a lot of people pretend they like. Right? That's all I really know about it. And then I mean, they like the community aspect more than they like the thing itself. It's got just bad, corny songs in it, right? I think it's more it's more what it represents than what it is. Yeah, it represents a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would say my 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 friend in middle school showed us this Rocky Horror Picture Show as a way of kind of coming out to everybody. And so to me, that the movie is always going to be a little like more special for that reason, because then like that Halloween became dressed as, you know, Tim Curry in in the in the full regalia. And I was like, oh, I understand this. Kind of like I never really liked the movie, but that at the time the celebration of of queerness and gender fluidity and etc. was uh, it was yeah. it was it was a yeah, big it's, deal. It's like the normiest version of that. It's 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 right. that for people who don't want to watch like old John Waters movies or something. I, I just like that. I just want to say my dad love my dad movie. the army colonel loves Rocky Horror Picture Show. He he loved it when I was a kid. Had the soundtrack. That's my experience with it. Very different from Brandon's experience. Yeah, direct opposite, but, uh, I would say. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm just saying, no, no, no hate whatsoever. If if that's what it is for somebody else, that's beautiful. But uh, otherwise, you know, otherwise, that's what I think when I think Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think having to listen to that Time Warp song in the car or whatever, like, man, don't yeah, even let's get not do the Time Warp again. Yeah, I don't want to do it ever. Oh, I guess uh, it's Chrono Cross then, because it's the Time Warp again. Oh, there we go. No, oh, no Chrono Cross no. is mu- no Chrono Cross is multiple realities. Yeah, multiple realities is lateral time travel. I uh, guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not not really. No. Come on. Uh, I'm I'm not enough of a science person to uh, to answer that question. Yeah. I okay. mean, I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna explain it. I'm trying to think of just like some kind of cult video game that. Uh, has a very normie follow. I can't think of anything. Anyway. Well, it's yeah. like you, you almost want to start thinking about like, okay, what do people stream a lot? Right. And well, that's and why it, I came up with Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like, what, what's the Bob Duke? There's, there's not really like a, a, a community event kind of game. Like we can't really go down that route. I don't think I keep thinking about Hello Neighbor. Y'all know about Hello Neighbor? No. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard Hello of it. Neighbor yeah. is a game that was meant to be like a Five Nights at Freddy's, but like the marketing blitz was already there when the game came out. Like it was like this super like manufactured uh, cultural moment. Uh, and I felt really alienated by it. But like it, despite everything, actually took off. 
and I feel just bad that it exists. Well, <laughs> if it makes you feel better, none of us except for Liz have even heard of it. That's good. I only barely know what it is. Thanks, nice. buddy. Okay, okay. I'm I'm not 100% sure what that is. It's a meme horror game that YouTubers played. What's the video game that a, a, a somewhat conservative Republican dad would play music from in his car right now that would make his kids real mad? I don't know. Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. there's got to be a guy my age right now who has kids, plays video game music in his car, and his kids hate it. Wait, what I is know that? what it is. You know, it's, Katamari yeah. Damashi. Like, it's good music, but the kids hate it. Come on. You can't just take that out of context and, and the kids are yeah, into it. Unless they're like teenagers, uh, then they might think it's cool because they might have heard it on Tumblr. Maybe it's the soundtrack of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I think it's <laughs> I think it's one of those, like, Zelda, but all rock music. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. The Proto-Men. Yeah. That's who it oh, is. Oh, <laughs> it's the Proto-Men. Yeah, you're totally getting into my old wheelhouse there. That's how I got into video games. <laughs> yeah, the, the Proto Man is the Rocky Horror Picture Show video. You game. know, that's a perfect is, answer. There is a suburban military yep. dad who yes. is playing uh-huh. that in his car, and totally. his kids think it's trash. Oh, I mean, that, that's 100. I think Proto Man's pretty cool, to be honest. Oh I yeah, I like it. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think all of us have just listened saying. and to and enjoyed the Proto Man. Sure. I, is anyone I'm just pretty not? sure there's there's an eight year old or a nine year old who hates it. Yeah. Okay, maybe but it's not also eight or the nine. Rocky Horror Picture Show video games. Well, you also yeah. you go to the show to be like, yeah, the Mega Man song or whatever. Like that, yes. yeah, it it works. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, I mean that's 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 the Rocky Horror Picture in in show in my uh. Yeah, except experience. you don't except you don't in interact. My, my... You just absorb if you no, go I guess to the not. show. Yeah, yeah okay, no, maybe you can, it's... no, you can sing along and 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 stuff. There's there's interaction. Yeah, you but, can uh, sing but... along with the Proto Men. You just go. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I just want to let everybody know right now, just an update. I want to keep, I, I know that the podcast listeners are very, very worried about this. Um, I have a little news update. If I can break in with some news. I have Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> I just got me an NVIDIA 3090. So just letting everybody All know. All right. Let, just letting everybody it's meant know. to be played. Just got one right here live on the cast. Okay, well, to, Tim, I, I think to... you just won the episode with that comparison. But we still got to do the frightening round. The, the frightening round. Yeah, let's do All it. All right. This week's frightening round is The Wrecking Crew. This is a game where I give you a list of people or characters, and you have to recommend a game specifically for them to play. Uh, the most important rule is that it can't be a game that they themselves are in or they'll suffer a horrible existential crisis. Uh, this week, we're doing all universal movie monsters. Nice. Okay, we'll start with Count Dracula. What game would you recommend Count Dracula? Hmm. Mega Blood. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I, I was going to say, um, what's that game for PC? Uh, uh, the the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. That game. You, you know what game I would recommend, Count Dracula? The original Tokimiki Memorial. And I can't explain why, though. I That's a whole huge section of literally in my review about recommending a game to Dracula. Next, so. That's part of it. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get into too much detail here. Oh, know. so like Nobi Nobi Boy, that girl is all neck. Yeah, there Ooh. we go. Nobi Nobi Boy, that's one. Are there any games about female giraffes? Frankenstein. <laughs> so Frankenstein. Um, I think that guy just needs to calm down. Uh, yeah. So oh, I'm thinking like Tetris Effect, really good for my brain. Yeah. Okay. Frankenstein yeah. is a he's a philosophically minded individual, however. Yeah. Uh, but well, that I mean, yeah. So Tetris Effect, come on. I think I think also uh, since Fire Bad, how about Endless Ocean, Blue World? Fire Bad. <laughs> That's good. He'll just That's be good. in the water, no worry about fire. Uh, Frankenstein, comma Bride of. Oh. Oh. 
What's she into? She's into um, she's a, a, a little more like what is not only who am I, but what is my role in it. Uh, yeah. So maybe a maybe an RPG where you have a a, a really robust character creator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's one of those? Um, Ooh, I'm gonna say Skyrim. You're on your own. We're all silent here. You guys. <laughs> <have to. laughs> I, I Bride of Frankenstein. What does the Bride of Frankenstein even like? Isn't her whole personality just that she's Frankenstein's invented wife? Just oh, created? she wants to die. She yeah. belongs dead. Yeah. Oh, then one of those uh, Twitch platformer games where you have to die a billion times. Before you yeah, get yeah. I want. Have any of you all read the read the book Frankenstein recently? It owns, dude. It's really good. I read it like uh, two years ago. Bride of Frankenstein's in there. It's been fact, almost it's twenty the, years for me. You should check it out. You might have a good time. Read it out loud. It's it's funny. It's like a huge series of monologues. That's my recommendation. Read Frankenstein. The creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh man. Oh. He wouldn't want endless ocean. He's tired of the lagoons. Right. And such. Yeah. <laughs> lagoon um, for Super NES. Wait. No. He wants, <laughs> no. Panzer <laughs> Dragoon. Yeah. Because it's not Dragoon. Because yeah. he because it's familiar in that it's dragoon versus l- lagoon. However, yeah, yeah. it's also he gets to fly. I th- yeah, right? I think instead that. of being underwater. So clearly, the yeah. the, the dragoon <laughs> versus the lagoon would make him feel you know more comfortable. Yeah, come what for about, the rhyme, stay for the flight. Yeah, yeah. What about that? Uh, what about that game, Bean Dreams? Because he might he might like a black legume. Oh, <laughs> legumes! Uh, the Invisible Man. Oh, yeah, that guy. Well, I'll tell you what, he should not get a Connect game. That's not true. Start, that's yeah, yeah, can't, can't do he, that one. He might, like, <laughs> where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? He doesn't want Grand Theft Auto because in Grand Theft Auto, the whole thrill is you get to just kill whoever you want, right? right? And then he's the Invisible Man. He can just kill whoever he wants. Does the Invisible Man want to be invisible or does he, like, he's, not He's want conflicted to be about it. You're, you're asking okay. the big questions. Uh, if, you're, if you're talking about the Blumhouse Invisible Man, uh, the, the answer is uh, yes, he does. If you're talking about uh, the the in memoirs of an invisible man invisible man no he de- most certainly does not yeah. uh, okay because so. if he wants to be invisible then i just say like thief or something like that but there's something that lets him uh well no i think no no metal gear solid because yeah. he, he wants something where there's because he's he's just like walking around all the time like, oh man nobody can see me i'm so sad uh and it's just life is easy for him he can commit crimes he can perpetrate murders just sort of you know just without without anybody without any consequences metal gear solid lets him lets him live the thrill of the mummy being able to see him and catch it the mummy That's good yeah uh, the mummy. cleopatra fortune imhotep, <laughs> no, imhotep from the film. yeah i love Very cleopatra good. fortune it rules uh, playing, uh, playing the music makes my girlfriend fall asleep interesting yeah i would give i would give the mummy one of one of those interactive CD-ROM games that are set in Egypt, but I guess they all include the mummy, so that that wouldn't work. It's yeah, true. The they include all mummy. Yeah. yeah. Who That's shot true. Johnny Rock? Doesn't have a mummy. I actually don't know <laughs> the mummy's deal. Is it just like they, something went wrong and now the mummy's walking around He's killing people? Emotep. They uh, awoke his. They, they disturbed his tomb, and now yeah, he's he was supposed to be slumbering. They I woke mean, him up, and he's he like, probably, well, now you're cursed. Yeah, he probably wants something that reminds him of where he, where he's from, so I'd say some, like, Egyptian theme. Oh, yeah, there's probably good, like, I, I think Sierra made sort of a civilization in Egypt right. thing. One okay. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to go back to sleep. I don't know what video game makes something really boring. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. Uh, Super <laughs> Mario Brothers 2, that whole game is a dream. Right. Uh, that's true. The Wolfman. 
Definitely not the the Legend of Zelda uh, Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. No, he would not. Yeah, he doesn't want that. that one. He doesn't want that one because you know. So wait, with the Wolf Man, the Wolf Man doesn't turn into a wolf, right? He turns into a Wolf Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why not just, just Animal sure. Crossing? He can just blend in and hang out, and have a regular oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. He can oh, yeah. feel normal. He yeah. can be accepted yeah, for who he is. Yeah. Does the yeah, Wolf Man want to feel normal though? Depends. Yeah, I, I, think the, I think the Wolfman does because the Wolfman doesn't have any control over. Right. Oh uh, yeah, those those lycanthropes. Uh, but he's still kind of an outsider if he plays Animal Crossing because he's the only human and everyone else is an animal. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, there's. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, one very... day they'll make an Animal Crossing where you can play as an animal. But uh, yeah, there's plenty anime games where someone is half sure. animal, half a person. Yeah. Bloody uh, how, about, how about that? How about that Sonic the Hedgehog where he's so? No, he doesn't want to play a werewolf never mind no. bad idea i'm sorry no, i'm no. really sorry sonic, sonic unleashed okay. is that what it's called yeah, yeah. yeah. man sonic, sonic unleashed. unleashed like when was sonic on a leash right is there, <laughs> well, is there like is there like a in character? my fan fiction it's pretty <laughs> common <laughs> so wait the girl the girl serious like serious question like if anyone's listening does the girl who i've never actually played through sonic 2006 the girl who kisses him at the end of sonic 2006 is he her dog like on a leash and is Sonic Unleashed to the sequel to that? Yeah. Like, she <laughs> work in that that's any part? Canon. That story? Uh, is that how it the is? Phantom she... of the Opera. Oh, the Phantom, the Phantom the 2049 for a uh, Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say, I would say, like, yeah. some sort of like Guitar Hero, some sort of music yeah. game, like yeah. Deep Mania. Uh, yeah, is, is more like playing the piano. Be really good at that. And finally, Abbott and Costello. Uh, they are horror movie stars. You're right. Yeah. Um, uh, something that gets them into a lot of comically unfortunate yeah. situations. Well, do they like that? It, they, they must. They keep doing it. Yeah, that's good <laughs> they point. really do it to themselves. So. I mean, um, Ab- Abbott and Costello are basically they're they're the Super Mario Brothers of video games, right? Or are they yeah. the Sonic and Tails yeah. of video games? No, I think so they're the, the Mario Brothers. Yeah. It needs to be co-op, though. It needs to be good co-op, not not someone has to be Tails co-op. I'm just going right. to say Toe Jam and Earl because I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's a co-op. Yeah, it fits. It fits. Abbott, Abbott and Costello meet Toe Jam and Earl. Is that the name <laughs> yeah. of them? It yeah. seems appropriate to me. Abbott Are they public Costello domain yet? Can we just make this? You we know could. what? Abbott and Costello suck. That's true. You know what? You know who doesn't suck, though? God darn Marx Marl Brothers. You ever watch the Marx Brothers? <laughs> Marx Brothers is... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 You know who doesn't so. suck? The the Ritz brothers? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, okay. I don't really like the Marx brothers. The Bowery boys? <laughs> what don't you like about the Mar- <laughs> the Bowery boys? We're talking about gangs of New York now. <laughs> <laughs> the Bowery boys was a very, uh, very low tier uh the Three Stooges comedy duo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Bowery Boys. Oh my God. All right. That's uh, the end of this episode. I think uh, you got to ask us questions about, uh, uh, 1930s live action shorts uh, <laughs> teams and who would win in fights between yeah, the guys, little rascals guys, who, and who's the... the foxy grandpa video game? <laughs> Red Skelton. All right. That's it for this episode of Insert Credit. Uh, why don't you join us next week when we're going to be ranking the best horror games? Well, I will. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Wait, are we? Yeah, I'll yeah, we're ranking the best horror games. Yeah, God, I don't even know any horror games. This, this will I'm be very interesting. Yeah, you're gonna have to send. You're all gonna have to send me a list of them, yeah, uh, no. and I'm gonna collate them with the listeners' lists, I've which you can like send one. to <laughs> show at insertcredit.com. I'm kind of and, I'm interested uh, in this. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, does anyone have any plugs or recommendations? I have a I have a couple. I can start. Yeah, please. Yeah, go please. ahead. Go. Okay, so I have a couple podcasts. 
Um, one of them is you were you all were talking about uh, Hong Kong on the last episode, Samo Hong and other things. Um, so, oh yeah, podcast, Samo. Yep, a podcast that I've been listening to a lot is called the Important Cinema Club. Uh, it sounds like a boring name, but they cover both like low and high art film. It's a great film podcast, actually. I was very surprised, and they cover all kinds of things. They cover you know super you know, art directors, and they also had an episode on Poly, Poly Shore, but they're big fans of Hong Kong uh, cinema, so that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Definitely worth checking out. Um, and also, I have a podcast called uh, The Blood Zone. Yeah, um, I like it. Yeah. Now that should be a fake <laughs> video game title. Yes. Um, and I, up, I updated it very, very sporadically, but um, I talk about stuff not just music but uh, or sorry not just games but music and other stuff i had an episode actually about my history with the uh online community oc remix uh which is oh I yeah probably the best episode that i did but um i also have a patreon uh since we mentioned patreons earlier uh yeah. patreon.com slash e-l-l-a-g-u-r-o elegro but that's it nice. never heard you say your name out loud before wow yeah elegro got it I always pronounce it in Japanese in my head. That's fine. I say Eragudo, how I pronounce it, in case you needed to know that. I recently got a, ma- uh, a little book in the mail called The Complete Guide to the 32X, uh, or maybe it's called 32X The Complete Guide, something like that, by someone named Sean Long. And uh, I recommend how do you know it's complete? Because it, it, it isn't complete. Um, that's oh. part of why I'm recommending it. It's, it's a book that it has extreme written by some guy vibes to it. Um, it's, God, it's, I love it's, it. It's not complete. It it's just really written by one person who, in the back, says, "You may you probably know me best as string of numbers and letters that are his YouTube uh, handle." <laughs> I've never heard of him. Um, and he's 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 got reviews of all the games in there, including things like for the one Japan only release. He's like, it's very Japanese heady heavy, so it's probably not very good if you can't read Japanese. He didn't even play it. He he did a review of it. Oh, and good. He did not play it, so it's it's got those classic. And is is he like Spider Man? I can't afford it, so I don't know. Yeah, not not exactly, <laughs> but it's 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 similar to that. He he's he's like this game. It, I it's not to my taste. I didn't like it, but maybe if you're into Star Trek, you will enjoy it. It it just it's like such nice. Was that for like nineties. the Zaxxon game? No, that was for the uh, Star oh, Trek. Star- Oh, there was there a Star Trek? Okay, Bridge Simulator. Ah, thing. all right. Yeah, that, there 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 was one. Um, Star Trek Academy Bridge. That's what it is. Um, anyway, it's 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 like fifty pages. You can read it in an hour, and it's kind of enjoyable. It in in a old feeling way. You know, it's it's just like <laughs> well, like it, it, it kind of seems like it feels like a f- old fan site on paper. Yes, it does feel like that, and yeah. I believe it may have been printed to order because unless just by some wild coincidence uh all of the copies were printed on the day i ordered it um <laughs> it said it said uh what is it say? it said october 8th 2020 was its print date and that was the day i ordered it so um anyway my other recommendation is if you are a vegetarian and you miss eating gummies like gummy candy and stuff you can get the Mott's fruit snacks they have no gelatin in them and they really have like a good mouthfeel if you like gummy stuff it's not it's not like a gummy worm but you can have like something closer to that experience i highly recommend the end um 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 i believe i recommended that personally to you at the end of of one of these episodes a couple episodes ago i recommended i told you uh or i said did you know that most gummies now don't have gelatin so 
Uh, Tim, I think well, you commended it, and Brandon just recommended it. That, that, yeah, was, rec- that was actually yeah. some, that was yeah, something well, I, else. I mentioned. I mentioned no. I mentioned specifically the Whole Foods brand gummies. Yeah, you didn't talk about and the nuts. Well, I mean, I don't know about I don't. I will. Well, in in well, well, well. well. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to the tape. Rewind. We're going to need somebody to go back to the tape uh, and, Most and gummies put that in still there. Still have uh, our in them. Esper Quinn, editor of the Insert Credit Podcast Show. Please go back to the tape and find that recommendation. Can do, Tim. Esper Quinn here, editor of the Insert Credit Podcast Show. Tim is referring to his recommendation in episode 134, Finding the Promontory. Tim does say as his recommendation, specifically to Brandon. They have these organic gummy that are that they sell in bulk, right? And I looked at the, it, it said vegetarian on there. And I'm like, oh, there's no gelatin in them. I started doing some poking around. Turns out most gummy candy doesn't have gelatin in it now. He also says, I have a little nightly, uh, I have a little, I call it my night candy. Thanks, Tim. Back to the show. Yeah. Right. So what, what I said in my recommendation was lots of gummies don't have. I said the Whole Foods ones are delicious. And then I said, I looked into it. A lot of the gummy supplements don't have gelatin. And then I looked even deeper. Turns out a whole bunch of gummy stuff doesn't have gelatin in it. So check that out. Was I see it everywhere. The shape of, that was the shape of my recommendation. So I don't, I don't have a specific recommendation other than that. I just want to thank Mr. Dave Brown for uh, getting that nvidia 3090 for me uh helping me get that thanks dave uh shouted him out on the show he didn't ask for that i'm just shouting him out guy did me a solid dave Dave. did me a solid uh you have no idea how hard it was to get uh one of these things it was driving me up a wall so i've got i've got an event coming up um it's a charity stream for the charity that i founded the video game history foundation um oh i know that one and on October 30th, we are doing a sort of intimate fireside chat with game designer Ron Gilbert. Um, Ron is the creator of the Monkey Island series. The first game's 30th anniversary is this month. Despite what people on Twitter might tell you, we have no source for this October 15th date that's floating around. So uh, don't believe the lies. Um, but it's definitely this month. And uh, what's really interesting is that um, this is part of the foundation's video game source project where we're kind of launching an awareness campaign that we think that the source material used to make games is what we should be targeting from a preservation perspective um and we i have had access to the source for the first two monkey island games uh for quite a few months now i'm semi-fluent in scum the scripting language and we've actually managed to rebuild uh deleted scenes and put them in the game and stuff like that so we're going to be talking about how the game was made. We're going to be showing things people have never seen before. And if we can uh, get our stuff together in time, I think I actually am going to do some live uh, scumming with Ron in his uh, 30-year-old uh, programming language and compiling the game live and, and seeing how the changes go. So that's going to be pretty fun. Go to gamehistory.org. It's uh, it's in there somewhere. Frank, would you say that you're a full scumbag at this point? No, I'm, I'm only like, you know, uh, high school freshman Spanish fluent in scum so i'm not i'm not quite okay. bag i'm more of a scum sack, sack. yeah scum sack. scum sack okay yeah okay i got some recommendations a scum dime bag <laughs> is it all right if i share some recommendations yeah, of my yeah, own please, please. yeah uh, make it quick though okay here's my first <laughs> one my first recommendation is that you go over to itunes or stitcher or any platform where you can rate and review podcasts and leave a nice little review for us it's a great way to increase the visibility of the show you can just tell some friends about it in real life or wherever you talk to friends when they ask for their own podcast recommendations or just when you're talking about video games. It's a good thing to bring up. As mentioned before, you can go to patreon.com slash insert credit 
where you can subscribe at any level, submit your own questions, get episodes one day early. One day early? One day early! (laughs) Even exclusive access to a growing repository of bonus content. You can discuss these very episodes at forums.insertcredit.com. I want to see a thread pretty soon about uh, fake horror game names. Uh, That'll be a good thing to do there. Uh, You can follow all of us on Twitter. We're all on Twitter, unfortunately. The show is at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is at Frank Zabaldi. Tim is at 108. Brandon is at Necrosofty. And Liz is at Elagura. This show's editor is Esper Quinn with music by Kirk Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. Sorry, I was muted. I'm Frank Zabaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And I'm Liz Ryerson. And your game has now been saved. Oh man, the ending it on the old passive voice yeah. sentence, which involves a, a B verb. <laughs>